What does the future hold? Examining biblical doctrines, history, and current events, it's Prophecy Time. Author and pastor Alan Davis will help you have a better understanding of biblical prophecy. Using the whole counsel of the Word of God, Pastor Davis unapologetically promotes and defends the literal, personal return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now with today's Prophecy Time message, here's Alan Davis. Yes, Alan Davis is my name. And I am thrilled to death that you are with us today. We are live today, Friday, September the 15th, 2023, in New York City, in the borough of the Bronx. I am a minister and preacher of the simple gospel of Jesus Christ, as salvation through the gospel message will help you to stand in the evil day. Talking about this in Ephesians chapter 6, Paul said this, starting in verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Do you believe that we're in an evil day today? Notice what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, verse 12. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Do you know anybody today who has a cold heart? And notice what Paul said in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. Depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. And Paul also said this interesting statement in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 20. I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. One of my good friends who died several years ago talked about entertaining devils. Jesus taught that Christians ought to be salt and light, saying this in Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 14. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Verse 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. 
And Jesus here in the Sermon on the Mount said this in verse 13 of Matthew chapter 5, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Today, if you have a special prayer request that you would like someone to pray with you about, give us a call at 646-314-3625. That number again is 646-314-3625. Our It's Prophecy Time message today is entitled, Five Reasons to Go to Church in the Last Days. There are many passages in the Bible that refer to the church. Notice what Jesus said to Peter in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock will I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So evidently here, the church of the living God ought to be on the attack of the gates of hell. Paul said this in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the saver of the body. And he said this in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 22, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. And he said this in chapter 3 of the book of Ephesians, verses 20 and 21. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. And Paul wrote this in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17. For this cause have I sent unto you, Timotheus, who is my beloved son and faithful in the Lord, who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ, as, notice this, as I teach everywhere in every church. So Paul was in all kinds of different churches. And here in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17, he was te- ta- talking about teaching in these churches. Hebrews 2, verse 12. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. And the apostle wrote this in 3 John, verse 9. I wrote unto the church, but Diotrephes, Diotrephes, who loveth to have the preeminence among them, receiveth us not. A person should go to church in the last days, helping to preserve and prolong world civilization a little longer. And today we're going to be looking at five reasons that a person 
ought to be going to church in these last days. Number one, because it's commanded, because of the command. A Christian is commanded to go to church as many individuals are departing from the faith today. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25 declares this, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. As ye see the day approaching. As ye see the day of the coming of Jesus Christ getting closer. There's a song in the hymn book, Onward Christian Soldier. A soldier is to take orders following the command of the superior. An employer many years ago took an employee out into the yard and asked him and told him to move a pile of bricks from one end of the yard to the other. The next day, they showed up, and he told the same employee to take those bricks that he had moved to one part of the yard back over to the other side of the yard, observing his attitude and his ability to follow instructions. Notice what Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 2, starting in verse 3. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. If you're a saved individual, you are a soldier in the army of Jesus Christ. Bad soldiers, from my understanding, are thrown into the brig. Cornelius was a devout soldier in Acts chapter 10, verse 8. Grieving the Holy Spirit is doing that which you should not do, versus quenching the Spirit, not doing that which you should do. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19 says, Quench not the spirit. Number two, the context. We certainly need to read the Bible and understand the context of the church, which is spoken about in the Greek word as ecclesia, a called-out assembly or called to assemble. Seven churches in Revelation 2 and 3 were all on the same Roman road in Asia Minor or Turkey. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, Paul said this, Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and Sosthenes, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth. So here we have the church of God located at Corinth. And 1 Corinthians 11 verse 18 says this, For first of all, when ye come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you, and I partly believe it. 
Lack of unity is certainly a very difficult thing for churches. Number three. So we had number one, it is commanded by God. And as a good soldier, we need to be obeying God's command. Number two, the context as we read the Bible is that there certainly were churches in the days of Paul as he taught in every church. And then number three, the construction or our edification, this building process. Construction sites, some individual has said that you can look into the foundation, the hole that's going to be used as the foundation in order to determine how high the building is going to be. Paul said this in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1, for we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God. God is working on Christians, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. And so this in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 3, he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification, building up, and exhortation and comfort. Jude verse 20, be ye beloved, but ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. And the apostle wrote this in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 5, Ye also as lively stones, living stones, are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. So God is building himself these spiritual houses. And notice this in Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. We certainly need to have the right kind of an attitude in life. Fourthly, our fourth reason that we're going to be looking at today for a person to go to church, the house of the living God, is because it helps us to continue in the faith. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 15, a key verse in First Timothy says this, but if I tarry long that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. So we certainly want to continue in the house of God, the church of the living God. And notice what he said in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16, Take heed unto thyself and, to, and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. 
So here in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16, Paul is talking about continuing in the doctrine, continuing in the house of God. 1 Timothy chapter 2, starting in verse 12, But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. For Adam was first formed, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing if they continue. Here it's talking about ladies having children around, help them from being deceived. If they continue in faith and charity and holiness with sobriety. And the apostle said this in 1 John chapter 2, verse 19, talking about Antichrist. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. So here we see some individuals departing from the faith in the days of John. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. And one very interesting verse in the Bible, a couple of verses anyway, 2, Timothy, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day, the second day of the second coming of Jesus Christ, the day of Christ at the second coming, the battle of Armageddon shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. The reason that individuals are departing from the faith today are falling away from the church of the living God is in preparation for this man of sin, this Antichrist who's coming in the future. And Romans chapter 11, verse 22 states this, Behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God on them which fell severity, but toward thee goodness, talking about the Gentile church here. If thou continue in his goodness, otherwise... Thou shalt also be cut off. And lastly, the comfort. One of the reasons that an individual ought to be consistently going to the house of God is to receive comfort. My favorite passage in the Bible talking about comfort is 2 Corinthians chapter 1, starting in verse 3. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual or effective in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation, 
And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, so shall ye be also of the consolation. Somebody has said God does not comfort us to make us comfortable, but to make us comforters. Somebody has said, words of comfort skillfully administered are the oldest therapy known to man. And Charles Spurgeon of 150 plus years ago said, it will be greatly comfort to you if you see God's hand in both your losses and your crosses. And notice this, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 14. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward men, all men. So today we looked at five reasons that an individual ought to continue in the church, which is the church of the living God. Number one is commanded. Number two, we see the context of the church of the living God in the Bible. We are in the process of being built. God is in the construction business as it relates to saved people. We ought to be continuing to exhort others to continue in the faith. And we do receive comfort in the house of God through preaching, through singing, different things. And so today, if you're uncertain about your eternal destination and you believe in the simple gospel message of Jesus Christ, that he died, that he was buried, that he rose again miraculously from the dead, bow your head in repentance and faith in the simple gospel message and pray something like this. Dear God, I am a sinner, but I believe that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, and rose again from the dead. If you would like to pray with someone about a particular need, Give us a call right now at 646-314-3625. And I would like to invite you to come out to our church this coming Sunday from 1045 to 1230 as we are meeting in the Bartow Mall 2049 Bartow Avenue, room 28 in the lower level. And if you would like to see that on our website, check it out at www.bronxbbc.org. And as you're there at the web website, we are taking up an offering today to cover the expenses of this meeting. And we would very much appreciate your donation today. God bless you, and we hope to be able to see you this coming Sunday morning or next or one of the Sundays in October so that uh, you might be able to worship with us here in the Bronx. 
And so Kevin McCullough is next. God bless you. May the Lord bless you here today. Thank you for listening to It's Prophecy Time with Pastor Alan Davis. Generous listeners like you make the airing of this program possible. Contributions are greatly appreciated. Write to It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Here's the address again. It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Join us again for the next scheduled program of It's Prophecy Time.